0: Welcome, everybody, to 90s Mixtapes. I am your host, Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen.
1: Hello, Pat.
0: And we are here to uh, bring you back to, I guess the best way to say it at this point is (sighs) bring you back to the 19-inch TV. Maybe it had rabbit ears like the boys' TV. Maybe it didn't. Sitting in a basement. Probably smells a little dingy. Thinking about how you're going to get enough money to go get a Big Gulp, some nachos. And in this episode, we're going to talk about TV. We're going to talk about what I think is one of the biggest fucking TV events of my youth. Jen, we're going to talk about Beeps and Butthead.
1: Yes, it's their birthday. Actually, today, the day we're recording, they are turning 30.
0: It's amazing. Uh, what we're going to be doing, as always, is we dive into a different topic every week. From 30 years ago in the 90s, so we're going to be doing month-by-month month look looks and look-ins. This month, we actually have five weeks, so we're going to be doing a little bit of a special.
1: Yeah, we have an extra week to do a special episode. Talking about
0: our other favorite show. Completely opposite into of the spectrum, by the way, right? Say by the Bell and Beavis somebody else. Are we doing that this month? But we very all might.
1: All right. Spoiler well, alert. I thought you wanted to push that, so I wasn't going to say anything because well, I
0: wasn't sure. Spoiler alert. We might be. But... <laughs> uh what we want to do at the top tell you who we are i'm pat joined by my co-host jen yes two kids that grew (laughs) up in the 90s we're both right in the sweet spot of all of this content to start hitting us we're you know 10 and 11 at this point yeah in the 90s
1: No, you were nine and i was 11 yeah but i'm just saying that i really want to round it up a little age ourselves no
0: but it's yeah. one of those things where it's important to just kind of keep in mind who we are why you know beavis and butthead in particular this month really hit for me right and probably hit for you too because that i'm the show's audience right like i i'm watching this show before it even you know before i'm really old enough to do it and then yeah there's a little controversy we're going to talk about with it but
1: but also i mean there's a lot of controversy with it but also this show aired in 1993 but they played it all, all the time because i was time. when we were looking this up i'm like this feels early because i remember it as like a teenager watching i don't remember it being 11 watching it they just kept re- they replay it they replayed it all the time
0: but before we get into the uh, nostalgia bone if you like what you hear give us a five-star rating wherever <laughs> so, you're listening to it right you so thirsty for just all get those the stars shit out, but just get it out right at the top five-star rating Remember, we uh, are trying to get as many followers and ratings and everything else as possible to continue, uh, have the funds to continue playing our wonderful game of 90s Trivial Pursuit, which we'll get to at the back end of our episode. Mm-hmm. We are at blc underscore pod on Twitter, which will start to be more active. We've had it for like a year, but it's going to start to be a little bit more active. I'm not the hugest fan of Twitter per se, just because of uh, all the even more Wild Westness that it's become. But... That's where we are. You and could
1: just spend the money, Pat, and get your blue check mark. You know, no fucking way. <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and where are we on Instagram, Jen? Um,
1: we are BLC Mixtapes on Instagram.
0: All right. Yeah. Intro out of the way. Let's dive into this. This week, Dove. We are discussing TV shows released in March of '93. Not really a bevy of shows that were released this month. I did a little bit of cheating, looked ahead, looked behind, looked at some of the top shows that were released in 93. This is like number 13, which goes to show you how many really great TV shows. Do you know what number 1 was?
1: It talking about the year not the, the month. The year, the whole year. Oh. Um cuz I, I was, I was obviously about the, Saved by the bell, the College years.
0: The X-Files
1: Oh, yeah. I actually didn't know that. You have The side, X-Files. Yeah. You
0: have Walker, Texas Ranger, NYPD Blue. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. these. But think think about what was on your TV when you were a kid, though, right? You, you know got what's... Walker, Texas Ranger. I know your dad watched that show. <gasps> Don't even start. I know he watched it.
1: Of course he watched
0: it. <laughs> NYPD Blue, which my parents watched.
1: My dad always My dad's uh, hero in life is uh, what's his fucking... Yeah.
0: So they watched <laughs> that. Uh, the other things I saw... I saw... Um, I mean, I know we have Beavis and Butthead. That was ours. I'm gonna bring it back up here just to kind of talk about it because we're in this segment, and I feel like it's worth it. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about while I bring this back up?
1: Uh, don't, don't worry. It's not putting me on the spot or anything. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh boy. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Which I love. John Stewart show. The nanny.
0: I hate when I have
1: fucking things. Adventures of Pete and Pete? Adventures of Pete and Pete. The State? Did you watch The State? Um, no. Fine. <laughs> 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 um.
0: It's like I had it. And oh my I, god,
1: we, we missed January Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman.
0: Okay, here it is. Okay, here it is. We had... I know, we, we also missed something else that I really liked. Another show that I liked. So we had The X-Files. Frasier, not being the show, but that's getting a reboot now. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which I watched a bunch of that. Boy Meets World, The Nanny, Beefs and Butthead, Animaniacs, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Lois and Clark The New Adventures of Superman, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, Late Show with David Letterman, Walker, Texas Ranger, NYPD Blue, WWE Raw, which we really didn't touch on enough. But that is the longest running show in syndication, right? I believe at this point. Is it really? Probably. Yeah, yeah that was back in January. Definitely live. We, we missed
1: that, that too in January.
0: Sequest, twenty thirty two. Which, for those that don't know, fucking ridiculous TV show. Like it was a family show. I don't know if you ever watched that show. I think I've talked about it. A was it
1: times. the one with Jonathan Brandis? Whatever. It was. Yeah. So and I had fucking a fucking
0: talking dolphin, and it was yes. all like taking place in like cities underwater. It was it was Star Trek underwater. It was ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I didn't watch it, but I had a friend who did.
0: Yeah. Say by the Bell of College Years, Living Single, which is another big show. Oh, um, yeah, Living Single. Do you remember your show Grace Under Fire? Yes. Legends of the Hidden Temple, Kung Fu, which debuted last month, which we didn't even talk about that, Say by the Bell the New Class, mm, not a big fan.
1: Whoa. Yeah, me hmm. neither. Me neither.
0: So, I mean, that's just a bunch of the shows that came out, and Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher came out as well, which got canceled in 2002, but then revived on HBO.
1: What month did that happen? Because we definitely have to.
0: Add. Uh, not this month. So. I know that. <laughs> this month is Beavis and Butthead. I checked to make sure, but I just I just felt like uh, kind of dropping that a little bit in here because there's a lot of really really good shows. So we're gonna have to space it out a little. We're gonna do you know September, August, and September. We're gonna start in August, go into September and October, and kind of spotlight a couple shows each month because I just think it's gonna be too hard to talk about. Like a lot of stuff comes out in September.
1: Right. Making a lot of decisions here on the fly. Well,
0: you could it always edit you're... it. You could always decide <laughs> not to, right? It is what it is. But I mean, I'm looking at this going, okay, Beavis and Butthead randomly in March. So we couldn't find the early episodes necessarily. We looked a little on YouTube, we looked on Paramount, and then you found something out, which I thought a little was wild. is the
1: operative word. We didn't really look that hard on YouTube, but we did watch a bunch of Beavis and Butthead on like Paramount. But
0: what did you tell me?
1: Okay, about yeah. It? So apparently, and this is like a real fucked up story in Ohio. Um, a two-year-old boy burnt his family house down and his little baby sister was in the house and got killed. Oh, no, I'm sorry. His two-year-old sister was in the house. He was five. He wasn't two. He was a five-year-old boy. And, um, the parents blamed Beavis and Butthead for his, like, obsession with fire and they took off all the fire episodes. They, They put him... They took him off TV. They took off all the... Anytime Beavis said fire anything with fire because it was an episode I think it was called comedians where they burned down a comedy club in Beavis and Butthead um yeah so I mean that's pretty fucked up and I also like it brings to light that the thing in the 90s do you remember it was always like whose responsibility is it you know to make sure that your kids don't watch violence or you know what well, it, it's, it's it funny. was this big thing where this is like it's the parents responsibility and the parents were like get this shit off my tv it's, it's influencing my children and i know a lot of people with kids we don't have kids so this saying that off the bat coming from a place where i'm not a parent um so take that for what it is You know, you hear the story and you're like, what is your five-year-old doing watching Beavis and Butthead? But at the same time, I think it's really easy to just leave something on and have a kid see it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I also, the bigger thing for me is how is this child getting access to fire? Well... Right? Not to victim blame anybody, but like how is a 5-year-old getting shouldn't have access Listen, to a light. I'm not going to
0: get into how a kid does or doesn't get access to anything. Not going to relitigate whatever happened with the parents in that situation. The only thing I will say about it is that in the 90s there was a strong outrage, which is funny, to cancel things because they felt like it was the TV shows responsibility to kind of teach people Right, like t like you shouldn't have shit on here that's bad, right? It would be like, you know, the Matrix is bad. It's causing school shootings, like, you know, Marilyn Manson music is causing kids to do you know terrible things, right? This is causing kids to act in that way, right? But the reality is now you're thirty years later into the future, and like, where did we come? Like, it's like okay, so now we do everything we possibly can to put boxes and bumpers and limit everything that we're exposing everyone to as much as possible. But the internet exists.
1: Right.
0: So I know people with kids and they've told me that all of a sudden their kid is watching a nice chill video on YouTube. And if they don't pay attention within 10 to 15 minutes, the rabbit hole of shit that they end up in, they're like, I do not want my kid to see this. Right. Yeah. So you're starting with a simple video and then the algorithm is just doing it for you. And it's like, there is no accountability. So it's really wild to think like, Hey, this is something that's on broadcast television. So... You know, at this point, if you have cable, you have broadcast television, that's all you have access to. But this
1: isn't basic This is hitting millions of people. This is a... Premium cable. Premium cable. You have to pay for MTV. You have to make the decision to get MTV. Right.
0: But but what I'm saying is this, right? So, like, now, everybody has the (laughs) internet. And I just see so many younger kids, younger people that just have a screen in front of them. And it's like, you could just end up on wildly worse shit. Because a lot of the topics and things they were discussing here, like, they're... You know, and we'll get to the fire thing in a second, but you know, they're looking for nudie magazines, which I don't even I imagine they still exist, but I don't know in what format and I can't even tell you necessarily where to go to get them. Because, of
1: course they still exist, but you're right. It's look, like with the internet. Okay. What is the point, guys? As
0: a kid, when you at least for me, like we, we grew up on Long Island and on Long Island there's a lot of card stores. And card stores, you know, 50% off Hallmark stores, lotto stores, stuff like that. You go in, you get your lotto tickets, you get a holiday card. They had magazines and they had rows of magazines. And there were magazines that were at the top in the back that had like a black sleeve on them. And you knew what those magazines were when you were like 12, 13 years old. You knew that they were the porn mags. You knew it, right? They may have the Playboy that you could see in the penthouse that you can see buried behind stuff. But then there was other stuff. But you knew they were there. Like You don't see magazine racks like that anymore. Like, I'm not saying it was yeah. in the grocery store, but it was definitely in, like, card stores, probably even in bookstores. Like, and all of that dies out with the internet. So I say all that because the hijinks these clowns are getting into, for the most part, is, like, looking for porn mags, which is, like, something 13, 14-year-old boys are doing, 15, whatever they are. Like, saying stupid shit to girls and their unhealthy obsession with fire, right? Beavis, <clears throat> uh, uh, Beavis loves fire, right? Or, or Yeah, Beavis, right? Butthead? Beavis? Beavis is the blonde one. Right, I'm like cuz I'm like I'm you're not you're not like if you could see Jen, Jen's just like glazed half over so she's just looking at me and I'm like give me like a nod, help me out. I'm going Because on a no,
1: rant. because I just I got lost in a mental. I'm listening to you, but I yeah. got lost in a mental rabbit hole about card stores and how I've never seen a card store here and I'm like wondering if it is a regional thing and I then so. I was just really like, ruminating about card stores and what a weird concept that is when you can just buy cards at, like, a pharmacy and then, have, like, all the little trinkets in a card store, like, the little crystal figures. We could touch I, on I that in a second.
0: We, we could touch on that in a second. No, that's, I know. We don't, I don't want
1: to talk about that, but that's, that's where time. my brain was and that's why I look glazed but, over. But the minute yes, that I Beavis said card is store... is the blonde one and yes. he's the cornholio obsessed with Right. Hair.
0: So his big thing, he would always go, fire, fire, fire. And it's like, unfortunately, as a kid, I can say that there were other kids that were a little... Obsessed with fire, and we know now that, like, that's a problem. And I mean,
1: honestly, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Beavis and Butthead didn't (laughs) help that. No, I knew kids that had lighters and would just light things on fire, Mm -hmm. like, fire, fire. I I knew people that did that, they weren't five. Um, and again, I'm not like those parents, I mean, that's horrible. Like, you lost your house, you lost your baby. Like, I can't, um, but also, and I think at that point, you need someone to blame too, right? Like,
0: but also, I can say this here, and And and, and I mean it, too. Like, the times, unfortunately, especially in the 90s, were a lot different. I think... The one thing I think about the 90s is... When I think of the 90s, and my brain goes back to going to anyone's house. Anyone's house. The smell of cigarette smoke. There was no one that I knew that didn't have a house that either needed to be painted because people stopped smoking or people were smoking in near around the house... It was not a discussion like we have today. Like, I believe that smoking is taking such a 180, which again, I don't have data and that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to enjoy. You're right. And it would be really easy for a little kid kid to to get a lighter. No, you're right. It would be a lot easier in that time period. I just think all the time, like, if I went to my grandparents' house, they had the fucking sockets. They had the little socket things. Cause I'm thinking about our house and I'm like, how many light sockets, if a real child was here, do we have to go around and baby proof, right? where you put the thing in so the kids can't stick the fork in the socket, which I'm sure Beavis and Butthead did that at some point too, right?
1: Probably because they probably did. they just did
0: all the stupid <laughs> shit, right? Right. That was the whole point of them. And and they were kind of like an allegory for just dumb boys doing dumb boy shit, right? The whole point is that they're doing dumb boy shit at all times, always. And, and that's why I was bringing up some of the other stuff. Because, I mean, some episodes are highlighted about, you know, in these episodes are generally like 10 to 15 minutes, but they're highlighted on them doing something, you know, Like, going to the... Like, I think it was the Quickie Mart for them, too. But I don't know. Might not have been. That might have just been the Simpsons. But they would go to the gas station-ish Mart to get, like, a a Big Gulp or a Slurpee. That's what they would go to do. And they would never have money or nachos or whatever. So it would be, like, the saga of them getting fucking nachos because they're hungry, right? (laughs) Because when you're 14, 15, that's what life was back then. You didn't have the internet, so you had to do your own shit. So, like, walking to the gas station a mile away... Could take an you know could could le- could be four hours of your Saturday. You get to your friend's house. You scrounge up five bucks. You go to get some nachos. You come back with a Slurpee and nachos, and you play some fucking Nintendo. And that's your that's that's the big day out, right? Yeah. So this captures that perfectly. Now the fire part, you know the ridiculousness and obsession with fire. um, I didn't realize until you told me that that was edited out but that would make sense why those early episodes because he always fucking said fire when you were like that was edited out you always go fire 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 and you would always yeah. i read lose his shit I mean, about fire
1: yeah that's what. so I read.
0: it's very possible that those early episodes that we kind of can't find that are scrubbed a lot probably because of that i i would imagine i mean there, the pilot's probably out there you could probably find this a little bit more i'm sure but i don't really think it's necessary because i think we kind of in watching we watch like probably watch like 15, 20 episodes.
1: They're so quick. They're so short.
0: They're so short because they yeah. had commercial breaks and then the music videos in them. And, you know, so you're talking about maybe a 20, 24 to 28 minute episode, you know, 24 to 22 to 24 minute episode of television, including the music videos that then was cut up. And some of them would just literally show you like half an episode. But I remember one of them is like, them going to get their hair done. And they're just like staring at the girl because the girl there has like big breasts and watching Oh, and it's
1: hair. like in her... Right? It's like a whole in thing. In her... Yeah, and, and it's like in their face. Their, yeah, their chest there's is like, uh,
0: uh, and that's yeah. like I just remember, <laughs> I remember them being the cringiest part of my childhood, but also enjoying it because I'm like the things they were doing were real things that you thought about, but you just like didn't talk to people about it, and seeing them do it kind of made it be like yeah i'm cooler than something out there right because you're just not gonna talk like you know what i mean like it's weird to say but they were just so fucking terrible
1: they were so dumb yeah and so dumb, dumb right it.
0: just so dumb but but everything they were dumb about was all legitimate shit it was all legitimate shit that you that me and like kids of our age like you know you probably knew boys that were just as dumb as they were right yeah and like as the most of as them they were. right because <laughs> like, that's most, what it is
1: do you know how old they were 15. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to be like, it has to be 15. Cause it's just old enough that nobody's watching them ever. Cause that was always they have like no a family.
1: Right. But they're, but they, but they go to school. Like that's the funny mm-hmm. thing. So you know that they're not just living on their own because they're going to school and boys that dumb would not be
0: right. So, but, and they're also really never doing anything. And especially in the nineties too, like you, you knew who these kids were. They're also never really doing anything. That's really that, that bad. But when they're doing something, that ends up becoming bad because they're dumb. It, like, they're not, they're not, like, we're going to make these characters and they're going to be, like, dealing pot in the woods near the school, right? Right. Or smoking pot in the woods near the school. They're going to be like, huh, cigarette, huh, huh. Like, it's always stupid, but then they usually have catastrophic events happen. Like, for example, we watched one episode. One of the, uh, you know, secondary characters that they have is their friend or whatever, the neighbor Stuart, Right. That's his name, Stuart. I think so. And he's moving. Or allegedly moving. So they're just come over to his house to watch pay-per-view or whatever because nobody's home. And then someone breaks in and starts stealing their shit. But these guys think it's movers. beefs and Butter are like, it's movers. Oh, we want to do that too. And then they like trash their house.
1: Yeah. Because they're like, they're like, oh. they're like, show us the way to be movers when we can. Yeah, like. And then we, they, they, they found like porn, the porn in the closet. Yeah. They're like, Don't don't you want these things? Well, po- no, because the mover magazine. the
0: movers who are robbers are like, give us the cool shit. Like, do you know where any hidden things are? And he's like, Yeah, we know where these are. And yeah. he brings them to all the porn and then they're like, We don't want the fucking porn, idiot. We don't want the dad's collection of porn. We want like <laughs> like necklace. So it's just how stupid they are. Um, and just that childish humor. And I think like, when I think about all the other things I'd seen before, I don't think that I'd seen anything quite as, I guess, like inventive for this medium. Right. Cause it's like, here is something that's really trying to play on this like crass humor. That's not a movie. Yeah. Right. It's a episodic television show. And then I always enjoyed when they watch the music videos and do like mystery science theater 3000 to them, yep. which was always really funny.
1: Uh, yeah this is the and also, they were the first um, animated show on MTV this thing
0: which isn't yeah it's which not surprising cool. and we no. you know Daria's there in their school so again not surprising that that gets an offshoot to be something a little bit better
1: I loved Daria yeah I mean I liked Beavis and Butthead
0: yeah I remember playing the Beeps and Butthead video game. I remember I I heard it was
1: good. It was good. I don't think I ever played it.
0: Yeah, but you had to like go around and do like dumb shit. I think at one point, like get a retainer. Like do things (laughs) that all had to do like it's just so uh, Get
1: a retainer. Yeah,
0: it's just It tickles such a nostalgia itch. That's the easiest way I can say it. When you watch it, you're just immediately transported back to that specific time. Because you know, a lot of these things that we talk about and we go through, and I know I've been talking a lot here, but a lot of things that we talk about and we go through, um, you know, I want to kind of go back and look at it from like a 90s lens, I uh, from a 2023 lens. I know that they redid it again. So they redid it in the early like 2010s. I think it was like 2011. They did some extra episodes. I think I remember seeing those, but the difference between time probably wouldn't be as big. I know that they were talking about or redoing even more. Now, but I have not seen them. So I can't imagine them with the internet. I think they did a movie recently, too. Like, uh, they save the universe or take the universe or whatever. But I can't imagine them, like, now. Because I just don't think you could be that base-level dumb now. I just don't think so. They were so base-level dumb, but I totally understood it.
1: The thing I was reading about their show now, or the show that they're putting out now... Is that it's like, and I, I we haven't seen it, right? So, but it, I guess, takes place kind of like in multiple time zones. So, you'll get them as like middle-aged men and then it'll like zoom back to them being kids. Oh, nice. So, that... That's cool. I actually want to watch it because I'm like, I want to see them as middle-aged men. Well... Because they're <laughs> like, they're probably exactly what you think they're going to be.
0: Well, I mean, to even go further, like Mike Judge, creator of Office Space and Idiocracy and Beavis and Butthead, right... Yeah. And I think doesn't he do like uh, King of the Hill too? Isn't that like Yes, so he does do
1: King of the Hill. He
0: just got the culture and he got the little nuances of the culture of the 90s and into the 2000s so well. And there's just it's like Office Space, it was the quintessential office movie, the quintessential office thing that people could think about that's still quoted a million times today. And I think the only thing that came out of it that rivaled it was the actual office, which then hit, like, a different generation of people.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: I just don't think people were able to um, – There's an, there, I think there's a specific age where maybe office space doesn't hit quite the same way that it did. Um, and it's probably – I would say maybe, like, 25 now and maybe younger. You know, you'd have to ask because I just – like, him beating that giant printer – like I remember those shitty fucking printers at school. Like I, you know what I mean. Like you remember like how difficult some of the shit was, uh, and those printers that came because like.
1: Just what's his name coming up to you? Uh, what the? What's the boss's? Lumberg. Oh, you got those Lumberg reports. It's like, oh, well, I'm gonna need I you mean, to um you know, go I, ahead and come in on uh Saturday. Oh my God! Like I, I think you're right. A lot of younger people now probably don't work those kind of like prison cell office jobs. And the
0: whole point of that was like. Or a lot of what he was doing was right before the dot-com burst. And it was all about like changing out the numbers. I'm pretty sure it was like changing the numbers because like everybody thought that in the year 2000, like everything, once the clock turned, no one knew where the clock would turn. But literally everything would stop and stop working, all the technology, yeah. because it was like this whole, like, nobody Bombs knew. Bombs
1: were going to explode all everything. over
0: the, the world was going to end. Because, like, <laughs> clocks and time just wouldn't work. And that, that was a real thing. People were like, I don't know what's going to happen. People it were really scared. It was Y2K. It was fucked up. We didn't really know, but literally nothing happened. And I think that his character, if I'm pretty sure Peter Gibbons was, like, involved in, like, the back end of, like, doing code to, like, make sure the computers worked correctly. Mm-hmm. But just all of that, like his little job and his little cube and I need you to come in and work on Saturday and the boss driving the fucking car. That's all magnified when you get to the office. And then the thing about the office is it's such an ensemble. But like Milton, and I still say it to this day from Office Space, Milton, where it's like, I'll joke all the time. Like, ah, oh, you know, you keep showing up to your job. And then it's like, ah, oh, well, we just stop paying him. Like, no. it'll just work itself out. You know, it's, I joke all the time. Like, ah, oh, nobody told me. Like, I still got paid. Like, I guess just it did.
1: Move him to the basement. Just
0: move him. Yeah, just they move him to a janitor's him. closet. <laughs> keep moving him. Like, uh, hey, I haven't got paid oh, yet.
1: That was my statement.
0: Yeah. And again, <laughs> this is like a little Mike Judge love fest here because of, of Beavis and Butthead. But it just is all about how well he got the culture. And then even Idiocracy. We rewatched that movie a lot of. It's very cringy now. We rewatched it uh, maybe a year or two ago when the pandemic started. But a lot of the similar beats and ideas that like people can, you know, within a few generations, you could really find yourself in a lot of trouble if you just stop.
1: It's cringy now, but it's also like, oh, holy shit, this movie... Obviously, it's very exaggerated, but is it really that far off from what's going on?
0: Or what could be going on? What you know, start, if you yeah. continue to keep going down the path of just like, you know. Uh, there's a lot of things in it that are parallel. It's, it's, with with my favorite part being, you know, obviously, and again, we're not getting into all of this, you know, here on this podcast. It's not the point. We're here for nostalgia. But, you know, talking about that movie, just the idea that they're like, we don't have any food. And they're just, t- they're watering the crops with Gatorade because they just are like, they can't. They've just been dumbed down to a level that they're like, this just doesn't work. Like, we have this, like, because everything is corporate and everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and the president being, uh, I, I, you know, the president being a, a, a giant jack dude that's just out here creating, you know, Coliseum level, uh, you know, fighting events. It's just like, yeah, I mean, it went from here's a person that has policy ideas to just like, here's the strongest person. And you're like, yeah, you could see how you can devolve. And you could see how someone with basic skill set to be like, no, you need to like water the crop. Mm-hmm. Like, that one part was really funny. But, we digress. Beaves and Butthead. And
1: yeah. the reason that
0: I digressed there and went on that tangent is just because of how important my judges is and will continue to be yeah. in terms of being a, a barometer for the culture. Because this
1: for, for hit sure
0: the 90s. It just hit the 90s. There's <laughs> going to be a movie that we're going to talk about in a couple of years if we continue our adventures. And that movie was really good. It was actually a really good movie. They move Beaves and Butthead to America and they go oh. like all across America to go to like the White House. I think they meet Bill Clinton oh. at some point. And yes. so it's just very funny.
1: Um.
0: I, I enjoyed Beavis and Butthead because I was a kid. And I think that it's just one of those things that you can relate to. I can relate to the nothingness of being a kid and having nothing going on but the television and then wanting to do something after school. Jen, the floor <laughs> is now yours. I've given you my soliloquy <laughs> about my love of the show. What do you got?
1: Um, yeah.
0: Were you more of a Daria person?
1: Yeah, but I did like... La- no, I mean yes, but Daria was different. I mean, it was similar, but different, right? Um, I loved Daria, but I really, really did like Beavis and Butthead. And I wa I mean, I watch it all the time. All my, my stupid friends in high school would talk like Beavis and Butthead. You know, it was, I probably did an embarrassing amount. Did you watch King of the Hill? Cause I, also, I did not. my brother, my
0: brother loved King of the Hill. I did not because I, I kind of this
1: was it was like drier. Yeah, but <laughs> so funny. Like, um, so one fact I found out. I'm sorry, I asked you a question and then I immediately, it's totally fine. Immediately, it was just the steamroll over you. Um, one little fact I found out because a, there were a lot of people that did not like Mike Judge because they did not like Beavis and Butt It was not cool with them. They were out on... He was was getting death threats. He had, like, um, a security guard that MTV hired to accompany him wherever he went, like, when he was working and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, he was, like, really afraid, you know, or they were really afraid that he'd get attacked or something. And it was an irate caller that called the show Porky's Butthole. (laughs) And I guess he had this, like, wild voice. And I guess Mike Judge still has the recording of this guy, but he, like, you know, isn't gonna, like play for people but porky's butthole and his voice and the way he talked inspired boomhauer on king of the hill and boomhauer's you know who boomhauer is the one that's just like you can't like understand anything he's saying um yeah and there was a character on beavis and butthead tom anderson who kind of resembles hank hill Mm -hmm. and it was mike judge's idea to make him hank hill's dad and it just didn't um
0: didn't come to fruition.
1: It didn't because he couldn't get the rights um of Ander- like for Anderson from MTV. Right. So that's right. why he didn't do yeah, it. But King like that's the why hot. there is, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. there I mean it's all Texas like they're in Texas, King of the Hills in Texas. Um Yeah. Did you enjoy rewatching it? I did. I did. Just-
0: <laughs> I mean all the things that we end up rewatching that especially the things that were near and dear to my heart and your heart. I mean, they they reignite that. So, like, this reignited that, and reignite reignited a lot of those feelings and thoughts about the show and just about that. The easiest way to describe it is they are simple characters. They're dumb, but they're simple. And it's a real great slice of the, like, fictionalized, you know, sensationalized version of what it was like to be, like, a teenager at that time. Even if... You were younger, like I was younger, but you could still, like you knew who, like somebody's older brother was them because they had nothing to do. Yeah. You just think about how they're filling their time with these misadventures because they're dumb. They don't really care about school, right? Enough because they don't. And like you see them become, like you, you see those people later at working at the gas station or working at the video store or working wherever, like you know who they are right like you know who they are because that's who their model actor like how it, it reminds me as, as stupid as this analogy is going to be but it's it, it's almost like you know you think of breaking bad and the mission statement is like we're going to show you how the guy becomes the kingpin it's like they're showing you how the guy becomes the guy working at the video store who was 30
1: <laughs>
0: right you know, like we're going to show you how this happens because this is where he was in high school he was concerned only with boobs and <laughs> and fire (laughs) and fire (laughs) ends up having to get a job ends up still living at home ends up here right And they're working at you know they have like a mcdonald's whatever place that they work at too which is different episodes it's the same fucking thing you're like you know exactly who that person is like you you could tell people that are you know lifers that are office plans which Mike judge really got that like in office space milton a lifer like he's an office plan like Like he just shows up and does it but, you know, it's something that I've always talked about in different jobs you go to where you see somebody and you're like, that person is just like an office plant. They're not doing anything, but they're showing up and they're doing just enough that you got to give them water, right? Like they're not contributing enough. They're not trying to evolve. That's who these guys are. There's no evolution to these characters throughout the entire time. There's none. Life happens around them. You think they've learned some sort of lesson and they never do. And you're like, you know who those people are <laughs> as adults and you know who they are as 15 year olds too. They never really, you know, they just got involved in so many misadventures because one, there's no parental supervision. Like, where are their parents? And two, there's no consequences ever for their actions, right? There's, you know, because it's a cartoon. So you just run it back next week and whatever misadventures they got into no longer happen. We watched one of my favorite episodes, which is the one where uh, Butthead gets like is choking. And Beavis is such an idiot when he's on the phone and then he comes oh, yeah. back he's choking on the, the piece of chicken that they got from the gas station or whatever and then he's almost dying and then he ends up like spitting it out but then Beavis is choking like it's just the whole oh, thing oh yeah and, and just, the person like stupidity. haven't
1: you heard of the Heimlich maneuver but
0: <laughs> but what's the point of that episode though but when you watch that episode <laughs> no now and you see it you're what
1: there is no point yes there
0: is there is something called the Heimlich maneuver. You should know how to do it, or you should know what to do if something like that happens. It's actually okay. teaching you like a like a sly lesson to be like if you um, and your friend are there and someone's choking, like help them. Don't just walk away.
1: That this was a PSA. I mean, most um, of
0: it. I mean, you told me that um, there was a discussion about how what was it like if you watch the episodes
1: backwards or something. Oh, okay. So I read. Okay, so I read an interview with Mike Judge, and uh, I apologize. I do not. Remember the source. Um, I'll try to find that out and say on the next episode. But I, yeah, I read a recent uh, interview. It was probably from like last year, 2022. Um, and he was saying that, you know, you know how like in the 80s there was what what was the album that if you play back? Dark Side
0: of the yeah, Moon or you, you played that like, like sunk or up Or Helter to...
1: Skelter. If you played them backwards, it's like it's like devil worship or something that, that mm-hmm. satanic panic stuff. So he had Beavis... Sp- say things, you know, in gobbledygook a few times, but he made him say the words, I think it was, finish school and go to college, so that if any people that were like, see, they're trying to pollute our kids' minds, blah, 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 played it backwards, they actually would hear stay in school and go to college and not bullshit. And I'm like, that is really funny.
0: Yeah. It, it, it just... it that's the point right there were little mini lessons that were there it was stupid it was dumb i mean that's not
1: a lesson that's just like a fuck you to people who think that you know everything is trying to brainwash you i mean the thing that like i really like about beavis and butthead is like this just it just so feels like the 90s Mm because you i feel like the 90s were a time and maybe one of really the only times where you could just celebrate doing nothing and being kind of a dirtbag like you're like i'm not doing anything to it was like fine to have no aspirations it was like cool it was Mm -hmm. almost cool and like beavis and the butthead were not cool they were clearly dumbasses right and i think this is just like basically a comment on that whole that whole that that whole outlook on life right like
0: clerks comes out in 1994 Right, which is you know Kevin Smith's first movie that comes out, and again celebrating exactly what you're talking about the you know the movie version of these guys like the evolution of these characters into people that work at a video store, work at a convenience store that are still there. The thing about Gen X, the thing about the '90s, that's just there is exactly what you said. It's grunge music, which is just music that's like fuck the '80s and the excess. Mm -hmm. It's stuff like this where you're celebrated for doing nothing, right? But also the real evolution. It's not going to happen.
1: You're not celebrated for doing nothing, but you're celebrating the idea that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to try. And it's cool. Like, to act like you don't give a shit about the future was, like, it, it was the way that, like, you everyone kind of wanted to be, right? Like, you didn't want to try too hard to be. But it's almost Bart like... Bart Simpson's so much cooler than Lisa Simpson. You know what I mean?
0: But But it's almost like when you really look at it now, and this is part of what makes all this awesome, is when you look back at this and you're like... What was really substantially different between these characters in 1990, let's say five, and these characters in 1985? Not a whole hell of a lot. 2005, 95, completely different. So it's really that thing where this was that that the celebration of that last generation of people that like, you know, by the by the by 2005, you know, obviously 9/11 happened, which is a different story and change the trajectory of this country, probably the world. Because it allowed a lot of government regulation, a lot of government um, oversight onto the regular person, because that's what we wanted. We were like, yes, keep us free. But the internet is really in bloom by then. Keep us safe. Keep us safe, right? And so we gave away our freedom to be safe. But the internet's really in bloom at that point in 2005. So why I say that is it's like, by 2005, like Blockbuster and a local video store kind of starting to turn the other side. I'm sure Netflix are probably to restart. So many things that are going to launch us into the future are so different between like a kid in 2005 that's 15 versus these kids that are 15. Like these kids that are 15 could have been doing the same shit in 1985. And that's what makes this really that weird like thing where you're talking about like, Hey, just celebrating kind of doing nothing. It's like, yeah, because what is the future? Like they're in the, in their mid nineties, like it didn't seem like anything was really, substantially different right like my parents treated me the same as they claim their parents treated them and it's like come home when the street lights come on like go outside and play and figure things out by 2005 people kind of realized a little bit like yo there's more you have to do here (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there's just more and then you know by 2015 it's even you know obviously even more you're getting to the point that like there's just more acceptance of people more acceptance of um disabilities, more acceptance. Even in 2005, those things started. Like, you just think about this and you're like, man, this is just like kind of the end, like the precipice of that just like shitless layabout kid that could just get into all this meaningless trouble. And everybody, like, ah, boys being boys, you know?
1: Boys being, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because like it just,
0: it just starts to go away and it's wild. It's really wild. I mean, obviously the clothes would be different. The room they'd be in is different. But that TV is the same TV that would be in the house in 1985.
1: In the 80s. Yeah. Well, the music, you know? I mean... The, the videos are different, too, but it's the same thing, you yeah. know? I don't know. The 80s didn't feel as lazy, maybe. I don't know. But I know that they're, obviously, not everybody fits that. But. If
0: you, you think about it like this. If you grew up in 1985, if you're 15, you're, there's the big bad Soviets and the Cold War. You're It's 1995, that's old, you know, 93, that's over. Mm-hmm. They don't exist. Desert storm happened and just America decided to just fucking destroy an entire nation in like 20 minutes. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because we just ran right through and it was like, yo, that's that that's a wrap. Right. So it's just like what happened from, you know, let's say right after Vietnam till then, like you're in this Cold War. And you're in this environment that at any point things are going to be bad. And now it's just like, yeah,
1: well, that's yeah. all just kind of over. The like, 80s, we won,
0: but we didn't win, right? It so it's this like, weird thing. It's just weird, you know.
1: I feel like the 80s process. were more obsessed with, like, making money and blah, blah, blah. And if you didn't live that life, it was more like punk rock, right? Like, you're, like, really just rebelling against society. Where now it's just, like, I don't know. And that now, but in the 90s. Whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. Because
0: in the 90s, I look at all this stuff and it's the same, like I said, it's the same couches that was probably there in the 80s. Same TV, same stuff. Like everything is the Mm -hmm. same. And by 2005, it's different. You know, I just think about how many, I think about the style. I think about my house and how the house I grew up in. Nothing fucking changed until the early 2000s. And then everything looked like every other house that got renovated in the early 2000s Mm -hmm. when they were just giving away money um, before the real estate bubble burst, right? Mm-hmm. And so when they were doing that and everybody was redoing the houses, it all it all had that very specific like, you know, cabinet finish and countertop finish. But before that, everything just looked like it was from the fucking 70s and 80s. And this that's what they look like. That's what this is. Oh man. We had a little bit of a rant here, but I love and butthead That's my I story. I do too.
1: I do too. I really want to watch the new ones. Um any other TV? Because the new ones, they're commenting on like TikTok videos and YouTube. Yeah. And I, mean, I want to see them as old men or, you know, middle-aged men. So.
0: Any other TV shows or any other things you had on your
1: notes? I had that Doogie Howser. The last episode of Doogie Howser is airing. That's the other thing I had on my notes.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have. And that was when? This month?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of yeah. I only I only talk about things in the month. I'm not going left, right, center. Um, yeah. So that's this month. The last episode of uh, I can tell you the day. No, I can't. I don't think I can. Never mind. Oh yeah, I can. Uh, March twenty fourth. The last episode of Doogie Howser airs. Okay. Did you know Doogie Howser was like one of the first sitcoms without like a laugh track? I didn't know that. Yeah. I found that out on my day. Did you watch that?
0: Uh, a little bit, not a lot. And I
1: loved it. And it was funny. I was looking through pictures of it um, on IMDb, like just pictures of Doogie Hauser. And Doogie Hauser, it, it starts on his 16th birthday. The show starts. He's 16. Okay. Like, I. Saw a difference between Doogie Howser and the adults in the show, but it wasn't that dramatic for me as a person because I was nine when it started, maybe even younger. I'm going to show you this picture from the Doogie How... Like, that's a a six-year-old in a doctor's office. I mean, he's not six. He's 16, but...
0: Was he 16? Yeah. He was 16 when it started. And his friend... What? MPH, man
1: he's a little baby I mean when you look at the stills he looks a little bit older than that but I remember thinking that he was like a really cool teenager like like look how little he looks I can't get over it I can't get over it and I remember watching the show and being like man these people they're just also ageist I always had this issue with like people not respecting me because I was a kid or whatever whatever bullshit was in my head um yeah, if that kid walked in and I'm in the hospital, I, I'm not, it's not happening. I need a different doctor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I get it now. I get it. Like, <laughs> that's a little kid. And his friend, Vinny, that was his friend, right? He was 22 when it started. Oh, wow. And he looks like he's 12. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a deep dive I went on. Yeah, I really liked Juggie Hauser. I watched it religiously. I loved his little thoughts on life at the end that he typed into his old DOS computer i think it was actually windows but it looks dossy right um mm-hmm. i don't know i just thought it was a, a feel good i feel like he had a girlfriend at some point i don't really remember he did I but
0: i had to do something to keep him moving i wouldn't be surprised to introduce another child somewhere along the line but i'm kidding i digress that's that's <laughs> what they always did with TV when things would get stale remember like married with children and they're like here's another child oh
1: oh oh they didn't they really always do that. seven because so... of six from blossom
0: yeah, but also then in the, in the like in the story, it was that it was like the seventh kid that their cousin had. It's always they always oh, do something, oh, yeah, they always yeah. do something. But
1: and they got a dog too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they
0: always add an animal, oh, yeah. and they always add at a kid. They always add a kid because then that. spices days up, you know, and you're like, oh, here's these people, these characters. That That's how you know
1: it truly jumps to shark. But mm-hmm. I mean, th- NPH, you know, he became something.
0: So the the three little snippets that I want to touch on here too. One, um, CBS broadcast the last new episode. Family Feud with Ray Combs. Oh, the show yeah. I saw that. That was March 26th.
1: Yeah. Um, when did he die? Because I... Sorry. You, you keep June going. June of 96. Okay.
0: And the other two things are just sports related. One, at the end of March, ESPN, ABC began their partnership with hockey, which I remember as a kid, big deal when Sports Center really starts to, to take off, which is in the 90s. Mm-hmm. A lot of hockey references because they had a lot of hockey highlights, and you watch a lot of hockey. Hockey became a thing. They were broadcasting hockey. It was the first time since 1975, 1976 that it was on like a major television network. Really? Yes. Oh, I hockey didn't know that. was on. Yep. So that was a big deal. And in the beginning of the month, they had the first ever SB Awards, which they're still doing now. The highlight being the speech they play every year, which is uh, Coach Jim Valvano's speech um, when he got the Arthur Ashe Award. He, of course, passed away shortly after. So. That's the stuff that I had. I mean, like I said, I had that stuff yeah. here. Is just... that
1: like the Slammy Awards? <sighs> the <laughs>
0: just, thing is... No, okay. the thing is that you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I know what the ESPY Awards are. I'm but just... it is like the Slammy Award. but they're like, this is the best performance by a team. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is similar. But the difference is that, like, there was... I want to say this eloquently, but, like, sporting <laughs> achievement that might not have been... Or it might not be more... um it was more like uh, undetermined outcomes that then were determined it's not by a scripted award
1: show is what you're saying. It's not no, scripted it's not that award.
0: it's not scripted because would you really boil it down, and I don't want to get into the conversation on this podcast, but you really boil it down. A lot of the elements are similar. The only difference is the outcome. You just don't know who wins, but, you know, the drama could be non-existent. I mean, when we talk wrestling and we talk about wrestling in general and you think to yourself like, oh, that really sucks when I see a squash match. Think about, like, if you're watching a football game, and I'm just going to go, I'm just going to say this, and then we'll, we'll move off this, and we'll play our trivia pursuit, but like, we, we had friends over here, and we watched uh, the the Giants-Eagles game. That game was over in two minutes, and you had to sit and fucking watch it for three and a half hours. At least with wrestling, they give you the squash match, it's fucking over. Right. There's no drama because it's real life. You're right. Like, <laughs> it's a, not a predetermined outcome, but for the most part, at least with wrestling, they give you drama.
1: I mean, the longest wrestling matches are one hour. And those are like special extra long matches, right? Like you're They not give like, you drama. They give you drama.
0: The point is they give you drama. So that's you're not that's, that's you're all from... I'm saying. You're, you yeah. go back and forth that they're giving you a show. And a lot of times sporting events could just be really one-sided. Look at the Super Bowl we just talked about. The Bills got destroyed. Like again, mm-hmm. you know, in 93. Again, you're talking about something that's just like, fuck, man. And on the flip side, the drama with, you know, anything in professional wrestling, you're only invested emotionally, if the characters and storyline can bring you in. But the reality is, like, you can't bet on it because it's already fucking determined, right? So you're there for the show. Oh, I know, I know. Whereas, like, you know, if you had money on the Buffalo Bills when Scotty Norwood misses his kick and they lose the Super Bowl and you lose your money, you're like, what the fuck, man? It's, like, the worst feeling in the world. So, and I know that Super Bowl was a few years earlier, but just saying, just to give them, like, two parallels. That's it. That's my TV corner because we do have Monday Night Raw out here, and in March right now we do have Elvis impersonators, and we have we're stuck in the mid, we're stuck in the Poughkeepsie uh, Mid Hudson Civic Center in March, all sorts of good stuff. But I digress. Jen, anything else you want to add for TV in March? Nope. Well, we're gonna take a minute here <laughs> to queue uh, up our cards. We're gonna play our Chilly Pursuit card game. What's the score?
1: Okay, the score is. To me, one you. Okay. Now we'll just remind you, remind everybody that we're playing to ten, and the first person to ten is the winner, and then the loser is buying the big Trivial Pursuit 1990s game because right now we just have a mini pack. And if we get okay, if we get through this mini pack and there's not a winner, then well, if we get through the mini pack before we get to ten, whoever has less points is the loser and has to buy the game. I think that's what we should say.
0: What is the score right now?
1: Two me, one you, because we keep tying.
0: It's going to be two two right now. Let's go. Easy. This is easy. I'm looking at this card going Don't do
1: that to me, because then I won't get it right. In the
0: words of Vincent Kennedy McMahon's entrance song, you have no chance. Go. Rude. Okay.
1: I mean, rude. Which now deceased rapper has... Which now deceased rapper had a number one album on the Billboard charts while he was in prison? Tupac. Yes.
0: What Sony game console with a CD format was launched in 1995 for $300, along with games like Ridge Racer and Rayman?
1: Dreamcast. You sure? PlayStation.
0: Correct. PlayStation. I'm going to give you that one because <laughs> I just don't see you getting these other t- i I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm over. Well, I, I was
1: going to say PlayStation, but then you're making me feel like I was going to say the, the, the wrong thing. That
0: wasn't the one. You'll see.
1: What skater's name is in the title Tony of the skateboarding video game that Tony was Hawk. released in nineteen ninety nine. Jen. Launching a billion dollar franchise.
0: What was the group nickname for Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, and Michael Irving when they led their football team to three big wins in the nineteen nineties? <laughs> the group nickname.
1: So not so not the Cowboys?
0: No. What was the nickname? For they were on the Cowboys, already. Right? Yeah. What was their nickname?
1: Um. Uh, the the boys.
0: The triplets.
1: Oh yeah, I know.
0: Which you wouldn't get that. I. Right? It's
1: funny. I get. I, okay. No, I wouldn't get that, but I get that. That's funny. Okay.
0: <sighs> they won three titles three guys, the triplets, you just wouldn't. No, I
1: didn't get that. The Frappuccino was introduced nationally in 1995 by Starbucks, which was founded in what city known for Pike Place Market?
0: Been there. I enjoy it. Seattle. Seattle hmm okay so that's three for me let's just i'm just gonna okay. tell you the last question which i didn't even know the answer to well, so me, that's the, why
1: let me try to guess it even though you won
0: what lou panella managed team shocked the baseball world by sweeping the reigning champion oakland a's in october 1990
1: the cardinals
0: cincinnati reds pretty good though the cardinals I would had no fucking idea. I had no idea. I just no said, idea. I just,
1: I couldn't even, I'm like, Jen, think of a baseball team. I couldn't even think of a team.
0: <laughs> My baseball brain doesn't even start to formulate till like 1993, 94. It doesn't even start. It, it's just 90. it's non-existent. My sports is non-existent until 93, 94.
1: Okay. Well, it's now 2-2. So now we're tied still. So we, someone eight has around. to get eight more or we got to blast through this pack. And if we blast through this pack. Jen, there's fucking 40 cards
0: in this pack. We're not going to blast through these
1: packs. We tie a lot. Hards like that. I mean, shit. I know. I mean, that was hard. You were right. There no way I was gonna get those. You had no chance. <laughs> I had no chance in hell. Um, if we get through the pack and we're somehow tied, we just split the trivial pursuit game.
0: That's it. Guys, we really appreciate you stopping by and hanging out with us here in our pod closet. We are Pat and Jen of the 90s mixtapes nostalgia. And we will see you guys next week when we continuously talk about the weird bark shit that was in a crystal vase that we have confirmation.
1: We do. We'll talk about it next week about the confirmation about the not only the potpourri, but um, I now know why you were told not to eat it. So boom, stay tuned.
0: (laughs) See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.